Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up one and a half at 4.27. January soybeans down five at 11.86 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat down two and a half cents at 5.94. December Kansas City wheat down six and a half at 5.55. December spring wheat down three and three quarters at 5.47. I would say probably the biggest topic of conversation to start the week would be Brazilian weather. The start of the growing season in a lot of these key uh, soybean growing areas in Brazil was was the driest in the last 30 or 40 years. They had a very, very dry start, uh, delayed planting in some of those areas as a result. They've, they've caught up since, but it was a poor start. So the, fo- the, the focus now is on whether over the short term and, and what sort of rain chances are possible. The forecast this morning indicates to me that rains will return to some of these key soybean growing areas late this week and into the weekend, and then even better rain chances exist during the middle to later part of next week. Um, most of Mato Grosso, which has been a, a, a big talking point and, and their biggest soybean growing state, should see at least an inch of rain between now and the 10th, and then uh, most of the state and, and a lot of the, the country is going to see two to three inches of rain between now and the 15th of the month. Uh, maybe the issue here um, and, and the reason that the market isn't under greater pressure is that a lot of this rain is toward the back end of the forecast. And of course, the further out you go with any weather forecast, the less reliable it becomes. But uh, the bean market in, uh, is under some pressure this morning. And there's been a lot of different uh, readings or takes on this forecast. You know, when the market opened higher last night, everyone looked at the forecast and said it was bullish. Now that we're lower here this morning, everyone's going to look at the forecast and say it's bearish. But uh, I certainly see the rain in, in the forecast. Uh, you pu- pull up the weather maps for the next two weeks, and there's no doubt that there is uh, plenty of rain in the forecast. Whether or not that comes to fruition, I do not know. Uh, the U.S. dollar index trades some fresh two-year lows this morning. The uh, most well-followed version of the dollar index posted its lowest trade since May of 2018 overnight. Uh, that's a factor, of course, that is is generally considered to be positive for most uh, commodities priced in U.S. dollars, although you may not know it by looking at uh, the markets this morning. A couple of items at play there. Um, I think the trade is betting on additional monetary easing or stimulus here in the U.S. And I think the other thing is that uh, optimism regarding this vaccine has perhaps made the dollar a little bit less enticing as a safe haven item. Um, you look at your other safe haven items, gold and silver down sharply. Uh, treasury markets have backed off and the dollar's backed off. So I think that there's there's been more kind of a risk on attitude. Uh, equity markets are strong and uh, some of your safe haven items are weak. Soybean export sales were a marketing year low last week. Uh, Weekly sales, 768,000 metric tons. They were down 42% versus the prior week and down 47% from the prior four-week average. China was still the largest buyer here, accounting for 75% of the total sales. Um, There were actually cancellations from unknown destinations to the tune of 739,000 metric tons. That's worth noting. Uh, So sales of soybeans on the export market in each of the last three weeks were fresh marketing year lows. We actually need to have a pace better than what we're seeing here if we're going to hit this USDA export target. I think we've got to be above a million metric tons a week. So uh, we have seen soybean sales back off, certainly. Wheat sales, on the other hand, were a marketing year high last week, um, kind of surprising. Weekly sales, 796,000. They were up 75% from the uh, prior four-week average. Interesting to note that China was the top buyer of U.S. wheat on the week, accounting for 42% of the sales. Um, a lot of the U.S. planes 
going to remain dry. You look at the forecast here this morning for the next two weeks, and there is just virtually no relief in sight at all for uh, North North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Western Kansas, Western Oklahoma, the Texas Panhandle, Eastern Colorado, a lot of these HRW wheat areas, a lot of areas further north into the Northern Plains, even into the Western Corn Belt. Uh, Drought has been building in these areas, has been pushing from uh, West to East for several months. So immediately you look at this drought issue and you say, okay, this is an an issue uh, that involves the U.S. HRW wheat crop. But if this drought persists for another couple months, it may become an issue for other crops, for row crops, for a, a number of crops if it persists into the spring. So it's certainly something that we have to keep an eye on. Fund traders remain heavily along the grain complex in all likelihood. Uh, We'll see an update from CFTC this afternoon, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. Today is first notice day for December grain futures. If you have any remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. The nearby uh, December corn contract actually posted a fresh high last night. Everything opened uh, higher and was firm last night and backed off kind of in the middle of the night. and then some chatter regarding USDA and their Chinese import forecast. Uh, we've got another report next week on the 10th. And some traders believe that USDA may again raise its forecast for Chinese corn imports. Uh, they're at 13 million met- metric tons currently. There's chatter that the number may ultimately end up at 20 or 30 million metric tons. There's other people who believe that that USDA could again come down with the size of its 2020 U.S. corn crop. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the report as it approaches. The uh, soybean market, again, started higher last night, almost posted some fresh highs in some of these uh, nearby contracts and then backed off or lower here this morning. I'd say that the trade chatter revolves almost exclusively around Brazilian weather. Um, And again, if those rains that are in the forecast this morning come to fruition, um, that's probably a negative, I would argue. The pace of export sales has dropped considerably, as I mentioned. That needs to be monitored. Uh, We know that China's already booking beans uh, from Brazil for February, March, April during that time frame. We know that the U.S. is not competitive in that time frame. Um, In all likelihood, China will only buy beans from the U.S. if it needs them shipped prior to that early February time slot. A lot of sources have indicated that Chinese crushers are, are pretty much full uh, for December, they have most of their January needs met. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what's left for China to buy in regard to U.S. beans. It's a really good question. The uh, wheat market lower this morning. Uh, you've got two stories here. The bullish story is the, is the drought here in the U.S. I think the bearish story is poor demand. We had one good week of export sales, but we need to see that continue. Uh, cattle market. We saw some cash trade at 111 last week, but it was thin uh, with the holiday week. We'll see what it. Uh, what uh, is established here this week. Uh, the stock market's a little bit lower ahead of the cash open. The Dow's down about 100 points. S&P's down five. Bond's down a little bit. Again, U.S. dollar is down and into some fresh two-year lows. The uh, crude oil's down 42 cents, 45.11 in the January WTI. Gold's down about 15 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's $49 a month. I'll send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 Central Time, along with a text message service. You'll know exactly what I'm doing every day of the week. Uh, Everyone have a great day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.